So I've been oh. taking a pottery class and I really, really want to learn how to make an awesome coffee mug. Yes. <laughs> So glad to have you with us. You have found the show where we talk one-on-one with artists to learn more about the heart behind the music. Welcome to the Green Room Door podcast. I'm Dave Trout. This is season four, episode two, and we're excited to have two special guests on today's show. Um, Coming up in the second half, we're going to be learning about one of the last artists I saw in concert before the quarantine shutdowns happened this last spring. Uh, We're going to talk to Matt Wheeler of the band, Matt Wheeler and Vintage Heart. Uh, And then here, we're going to dive right in to the first half with uh, a critically acclaimed singer-songwriter, somebody who um, actually was just a part of the Hutchmoot homebound um, uh, conference playing live in the backyard. Miss Treva Bloomquist is going to be our guest in the first half. You're going to learn more about her and her latest project called Snakes and Saints. Yeah. Uh, In fact, before we dive into the conversation, let's hear a little sample of the opening track of that album. So tell me a little bit about how you like got into music as sort of a like beyond a hobby like you wanted to pursue making music as a recording artist. Um yeah. Um I started playing music in church and just singing in the choirs um and um then it wasn't until college i went to a community college and i picked up guitar a little played guitar a little just kind of you know learned a few chords and did that um but then just loved singing and decided i really wanted to i really wanted to sing and so i made the move to nashville um and i think i feel like that's probably when i really decided mm-hmm. I want to do music. So I went to MTSU and studied music there, studied um, vocal performance and the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been good. Yeah, like what year was that? That was around just after 2000, maybe 2001, 2002. Yeah. I graduated in 2005. Okay, yeah. 
so yeah. somewhere in there. So you've been in Nashville for several years now. I've been, yeah, That's I've good. been here for a while. I did yeah. spend a little time in Arkansas. My husband got a job there, so mm-hmm. we spent about six years there. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And um, so just uh, earlier this year, you released um, a, a really amazing album called Snakes and Saints, um, which in itself is such a unique title. Like, what were you going for? What uh, what was sort of the, what are you communicating through the title? <laughs> um, well, I feel like for this album, I did a lot of deep diving for myself and soul searching in myself. And I think I, um, I looked at some not so pretty parts of myself too and realized that um, I have the capacity for good and I have the capacity for not good. Mm. Um, and I think that's true of all of us. And mm-hmm. I think it's just a daily choice, maybe even a minute by minute choice sometimes mm. of just what am I going to choose in this moment right now? Um, and I don't always make the the best choice but I think that a lot of us um I, I just I don't know I, I I hope that that's part of what was communicated and um if you made if I made the choice of like oh that wasn't the best that wasn't kind that wasn't um edifying you know I I still have the capacity to turn around in the next moment and mm. um and make a better choice right yeah how was the the making of this project different different from you know your previous projects yeah um we um i got together with some friends and we just started playing Mm. and so that um that was just fun Mm -hmm. and um i i really enjoyed it because it was uh it didn't feel like work just felt like fun like having fun with friends and making great sounds and then being like oh we like that we like that um I don't know that I set out to be like I want to make a record until we had recorded a couple things and I was like this is great now I want to I want to make a record with you guys this is awesome (laughs) that's neat yeah um would you when you now that you have sort of the finished product and you kind of you 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 have all the songs that tell the whole story do you send sort of a thread and a theme message to the listener of what they could experience through the songs i would say that god weaves through the songs Mm -hmm. um i would say that he like most of my records um i a lot of people say do you write christian music and i say I'm a Christian and I mm-hmm. write music. Right. <laughs> so I a lot of my music, it's not worship music mm-hmm. for the church, but maybe it's like the music for like the actual journey mm. that you're doing. And maybe it's more like just an encouragement to keep going. I think sometimes some of my songs are like encouragements that I'm trying to sing back to myself mm. of of how to really live this faith um that that is mine yeah and this life yeah totally let me uh, ask you about one of the songs the, the story behind the song the shape i'm in shape I'm shape in. i'm in the shape i'm in um hmm. um i was experiencing loss and grief and disappointment hmm. and um and I just had felt like, I felt like the rug got pulled out from under me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I don't think that's a, um, I think that's something a lot of people feel. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's, that, that came from, I just, I just was in a, I was in a spot where I just, I, I thought one thing was going to happen and the rug got pulled out from mm. under me and it just, it just threw me for a really big loop. Um, and it made me question a lot of things in my life and it made me question um, relationships that I had at that time um, who who was with me and who was for me and mm. who wasn't and, um, yeah so I'm just kind of interest, interested in your perspective as the writer and kind of you know the person you know crafting the music um, obviously working with a team of people and other musicians and producers and things like that. Did anything surprise you? Like when you got to the finish line of a song um, on the project where you were like, whoa, that's, um, I didn't see it. I didn't see it landing here. And this is a, a, like a unique surprise. Like how the songs turned out? Yeah, or, or just sort yeah. of, yeah, like just kind of how it felt or... Gosh, um, well, for Anger, I it didn't feel finished to me. Oh, okay. So that was one that I kept, like, I brought it to the guys, but I was like, I just kept kind of playing with it because I was like, it doesn't feel finished. Um, and, but they, they added, they were the ones that came up with the ending, um, mm. which is just kind of like, it's just kind of let's loose mm. and and it just it just goes mm -hmm. which i think is what anger does mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um and so i was like oh this is this is it like that's it that's mm -hmm. like you nailed it yeah <laughs> and sometimes i think that's it and just now thinking of this sometimes that's true of like our stories or what we're going through like it's hard for us to figure it's hard for me to figure out how to make sense of this thing but when i bring in a friend or two sometimes they can help me make sense of whatever it is that's right. the story in my life. Or, yeah, yeah, so true. <laughs> um, okay, I have uh, just a couple more questions. One of the things that we are thrilled about is that we have a lot of people who listen to our podcasts who are themselves aspiring songwriters, mm -hmm. musicians, um, what would sort of be like a word of advice or a word of counsel or just sort of a thought that you would like that you would want a young up and coming artist to kind of mm -hmm. latch on to? Um, my advice would be just don't quit. Mm. Um, and um, I think my other advice would be as far as music goes, um, I think sometimes, well, there's, there's a lot, there's, there's so many people out there and there's so many different tastes. And so my other advice would be to um, find a good community of people to do this journey with. Mm. Um, because it can get tricky and I think that's when it gets really discouraging and you want to quit. But if you have other people who um, are experiencing it with you um, and who you know are on your side, then it, it helps you keep going too. Totally. That's <laughs> good. 
All right, my last question is more an off the rails question, which is just when you put music aside, when you put, you know, the whole, you put the instruments away, um, what are some of your loves and interests and passions and hobbies? Mm -hmm. You know, who is Treva apart from music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I'm a mother of two. Uh, I have a son and a daughter. They're awesome. I just started learning pottery, so I've been oh. taking a pottery class, and I really, really want to learn how to make an awesome coffee mug. <laughs> yes, that would be cool. <laughs> so that's my current task. <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, neat. I've made a couple, but they're not—they're not quite to the place I want them. So I'm gonna keep going on that. Um, and I—I I have a flower garden in my backyard, and so I grow cut flowers and. Um, I actually sell and make bouquets and take them oh around in Nashville. Oh my goodness, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, so that's a, a, been a really fun thing to, yeah. to do. Um, yeah, I love being outside. I've got a dog. Um, is, that, is that me in a nutshell, maybe? I don't that's know. Gonna, that <laughs> is, that is good. Enough? That is really good. <laughs> okay. Treva, thank you. This is really, really fun to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, what a delight to talk to Treva Bloomquist. And before we wrap up the first half of this episode, let's listen to the full new song that we just talked about a few minutes ago. This one's called Shape I'm In.
Yeah, that is called Shape I'm In. It's a new one from Treva Bloomquist, our special VIP on today's episode of Green Room Door. Uh, that's from her 2020 project, Snakes and Saints. We're going to put a link to that new album in the show notes for this episode. Oh, so good to talk to Treva. Uh, we actually recorded that interview inside Northwind Manor, which is the Rabbit Room headquarters in Nashville. Uh, right after she uh, did the live recording for Hutchmoot Homebound, which was super fun to be able to to do that with her. Um, so what what do we have going on? Well, if you are into if you need more music in your life, who doesn't, right? But we're sort of in this weird time and place and space uh, where music is this healing agent. It's like medicine. It's also a unifier because people of all different persuasions can can actually put some of that aside when they share a song together. And uh, and so we really believe in the power of music and that God uses music to communicate to us. So um, that's, that's why we do what we do. So if you need more music in your life, we encourage you to check out our three playlists. We have the Heart, Soul, and Mind playlist that gets updated regularly. We have the special menu playlist, which also gets updated regularly. Uh, The current one is all songs that are based on thankfulness. And uh, we also have 24 Hours Gourmet Music, which is exactly that. It's a playlist that if you just push play, it goes for 24 hours without repeating a song. Um, It's basically how you wish Christian Radio sounded. All three of those playlists are on Apple Music, Amazon Prime Music, and of course Spotify. And you can go to our website to to find links for all those. So check out those playlists for more gourmet music. And when you get there, hit the subscribe button. Not only will it help you access the playlist a little bit easier, but um, it lets us have a little bit of a tracking measure of how many people are listening. Um, We don't really get good stats otherwise. So um, hitting that subscribe button really helps us out. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, When we come back, we are excited to hang out with singer-songwriter Matt Wheeler right after this on this episode of Green Room Door. This UTR Media Podcast is sponsored by the new single from singer-songwriter Weston Skaggs. Sun Won't Shine by Weston Skaggs pairs the melancholy of difficult times with the sunny sound of 60s indie folk. Sun Won't Shine by Weston Skaggs is available now on Spotify and all major music platforms. This UTR Media podcast is sponsored by Amazon.com and their platform for giving back to nonprofit organizations, smile.amazon.com. The next time you need to buy a backpack, computer, book, glue sticks, Ultra HD TV, or fidget spinner, millions of products and you type in AMA stop right there and instead type in smile.amazon.com 
It's the exact same website, exact same products. But now you can type in UTR Media as your supporting organization, and Amazon will donate 0.5% of all eligible purchases to UTR. You literally pay the same price and get the same prime benefits, but UTR Media gets supported thanks to you being a kind and thoughtful shopper. If you shop with the Amazon app, you can load up your shopping cart and then go to smile.amazon.com to check out and you will be unlocking free money to support this mission. Again, go to smile.amazon.com for your online shopping and select to support UTR Media. Hey, welcome back. Uh, coming up here on the second half of this episode of Green Room Door, we're hanging out with Matt Wheeler, a singer-songwriter from Pennsylvania and frontman of the band Matt Wheeler and Vintage Heart. In fact, uh, the very last concert that I saw before the quarantine shutdowns in March of 2020 was a house concert in my own living room with Matt Wheeler. And uh, so this was not recorded in a green room. This was recorded in my guest room. And it was great to catch up. And uh, if you're not familiar with his music, before we dive into the interview, here is a clip from the opening track of his 2016 self-titled album. This song is called Safer. Insulated in your blankets Are there monsters outside? Monsters outside And either way it's likely raining It's fixed in your mind Fixed in your mind So just give us the quick story of your like journey into music. Yeah, um, I, I've been a late bloomer in a lot of ways in my life, but this is definitely one of them. Uh, and I would say that I didn't really get started playing original music in public regularly until about 2012. I had an op- opportunity to, uh, to open a show for Dennis and Whitmer. Uh, and I would played a little bit of music before that, but like I was 32 in 2012 or about that. And that's about the time that, as I like to say, uh, that, that like, you know, people are quitting their punk bands and starting families and (laughs) that I had already gotten married and had a child. And then that's when I started playing music. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't that musical growing up. I played oboe for a short time, was in corral one year in college. I had a bunch of friends that played uh, guitar and you know other instruments. And so I picked up bass because we were always going to music shops. I wanted to do something, be one of the, one of the group. And, um, later on I picked up six string guitar and I've been writing poetry for, for years, but decided to pick up six strings is way easier to actually accompany myself. It was actually after two things. One, I saw a Phil Kagi concert and some people would say he's so good. He would make you not want to play, but 
I got kind of inspired. And then also there were these girls outside the laundromat at, at my college um, playing playing songs like Race Change, apparently, to do their laundry. And and the, I remember them playing the Oasis song Wonderwall. And I was like, I could do that. Like, not so much the busking for change, although I've done that too, I suppose. But um, yeah, so I picked it up. And then when I was student teaching, um, it was like when I would come home, I would just, you know, you know, start to put together some of my first original songs. You know, I, I'd learn covers and things. Um, and, and I'm completely self-taught. So like that was like the beginning of it. And some other opportunities just opened up, especially after we moved to Pennsylvania, where I started uh, being part of the group that organized a group, uh, not a group, an event called uh, The Gathering in Marietta, which I found out about from a little local paper. And um, so I fell into being in a band and organizing this event month to month. And both of them were tremendous learning experiences. Mm -hmm. I got to try out original songs um, in front of audiences and with bandmates. And yeah, like that really opened my eyes to the possibilities. So... Uh, and you kind of, obviously you still perform as a solo artist, but yeah. you also sort of formed a band yeah. as well. So tell me about that sort of transition. Yeah. Or, well, or so, train of thought at least. Yeah. So, so the band I was from the event I was describing, called, they were, we were called August to October. We were almost Matt and the three old guys. Hmm. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but, um, but we ended up going with the name of one of my songs, August to October, but that was definitely like a unit. Like if there was one of us not at a show, it really showed. Um, yeah. And, you know, we'd practice regularly and such. But I started, you know, I, I, with my songs, I started playing at like little local spots, quote unquote solo. But I would show up with like three other people sometimes, <laughs> sometimes from the other band, sometimes other friends, you know, whoever was able to join in. And so so we just basically... You know, rather than being called Matt Wheeler and Friends, like when Coffeehouse called us, we decided to, to actually come up with a name. And then so we went, we ended up settling on something based off another of my songs, a song called Your Vintage Heart. Um, we were almost Matt Wheeler and the Spokes. Um, that would have been, been a fun name, kind of whimsical. If I ever decided that I want to like pull a U2 from the Joshua Tour, Joshua Tree Tour and like, and like have us... Um, like like have us open for ourselves but in disguise then i think i think maybe we would be the spokes yeah. like put on wigs or something and like play you know uh swing songs or something and then <laughs> uh but anyway yeah so so matt wheeler and vintage heart grew out of that and it was just basically me and whoever else joined me at the time i wanted my name to be on the front of it because like sometimes i was still playing solo um and to date that still is an approach that works for me but um yeah now it's solidified into more of a a, a, a solid group and and we our sound has gotten a lot more defined to or what i call orchestral folk or chamber folk where it's like yeah, violin and cello are, are really heavily involved in the mix uh, like we don't have a lead guitarist or a regular bassist so we just uh you know like you know the strings fill it in it adds a little class to the operation i think that's great so, yeah so you're um, the the album that you are kind of most recent one mm -hmm. is self titled. Yeah, you met Wheeler and Vintage Hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, tell me about the uh, um, just sort of the making of that project mm -hmm. and sort of kind of what you overall were communicating with it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that one originally was just going to be like a five or six song EP because at the time I felt like that's about how many like new songs I had. We ended up. Uh, you know, bringing back some other songs from that like predated the band, like the song "The Weather" is one of those, um, and also 
um, we brought in a couple of covers, you know, we'd, we'd been covering Hallelujah for a while. And so that's what we wanted to do. I know everyone and their brother has covered it, but I kind of don't care. And so the verses we choose aren't necessarily the most well-known ones. Um, and also prayer of St. Francis, which is like, you know, it's, I don't know about ancient, but it's, it's old. <laughs> um, yeah. and, um, yeah, I mean, like, as far as we were going with it, it's, it's a mixture. Like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of the things I do are based off of either works of literature or they're intentionally like works of fiction of my own, like Santiago, I guess you'd call it the title track because the cover art's based on it. The Santiago is the old man's name and the old man, the sea, the, the narrator doesn't call him that. Um, so, so that's you know, like, so, so there's, there's a bit of that where it's based directly on other work, but then there's like Lexington, um, and Cedars and, and a few other Manhattan. Well, Manhattan's a little more autobiographical, um, sort of Valentine to my favorite New York city borough. Um, but yeah, I mean like it, it's, it's a mixture of things, but, um, it's a pretty wide ranging stylistic, um, you know, group of songs. I mean, I mean, it, we're always trying to convey a message of hope. Um, some of the songs more obviously do that. Actually, interestingly, the two covers are the ones that most obviously do that in this particular album. But there's songs like Safer, which leads off the album about like about how the fact that like running from your problems is generally not the best way to do it. Like it might be safer inside, but, you know, you know, um, you know, the, um, um, I'm trying to think the stones can't reach you in there, uh, but neither can the light. It's like. You know, you have to you have to get up and, and face problems. And um, yeah, and there, there's always themes of grace and hope running throughout, even with the songs that aren't distinctly, um, like obviously faith-based. You know, it's my, my philosophy on that topic tends to be like what C.S. Lewis said about literature. It's not that we need more Christian literature. It's that we need more more Christians writing good literature. Yeah. You know, um, you know people don't look at the Sistine Chapel and say like, wow, this is amazing Christian art. Right. They say like, this is like an all time masterpiece. You yeah. know, it was done by someone who was believing, um, you know, in the faith. But you know, and obviously the topic of that is very much that. But it's like like this is this is good art. Mm. And these Dorothy Sayers said something like, I just read this the other day. I may not get this totally right, but it's like like the only like the only Christian work is is like good work done well or something. Mm. I mean, I have the exact quote. Someone can Google that if they're interested. <laughs> Finding the ex- it's from her book Why Work, um, and and yeah, like no question, there's a, a big a big space for for things that are that are like directly, you know, like teaching or like or uh, pointing people, you know, like say in a corporate worship setting to God. But I think that, you know, if you're making good art and it's through that lens and, and there are, and that's, that's evident throughout, that can also be a really effective thing. Yeah. What are some of your plans for the year ahead? That's a good question. Um, so like, so with my bandmates, we haven't been able to play a lot of shows together recently. Like we literally played one with all four of us last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, um, uh, the next the next recording project that I'm planning on, uh, I've recently been in touch with Old Bear Records, and they they reached out to me, and we were talking about like what we might do together, and it's looking like it's at this point, the in September we'll probably record uh, like five songs, and there's a chance that it might have like some sort of spoken word parts where of, of me like reading an essay that has to do with a given song, um, that was Chris's idea, and I actually like it a lot, um, but whatever the case, it'll be five songs, and each of them will be based off of of you know some type of classic literature or the first one so far I've gotten as far as writing one song that's based off Watership Down 
Um, I, I'm toying with the idea of maybe making the whole suite about that, but I think it's more likely that I'll like pull a song out of like five different yeah um, references. But like with the Watership Down one, like it's not as though like if you didn't know that it was about that book, you wouldn't necessarily pick it up. You you wouldn't know that that was the case. It's hopefully just a good song. But if you know that that's what it's about, it's like oh 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 yeah. Now I understand. I kind of like doing that, and I enjoy when other people do as well. Um, and as far as for playing, like you know, I'm doing a lot of. Uh, I do a fair amount of traveling as well as playing regional shows. You know, in the like uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland's New York type area where I'm at. Um, I'll be I'll be one of the hosts of the Kindred Music Awards show, which is coming up in uh, later in March um, here this year. Um, it's a really cool regional Christian music uh, gathering across all genres, and I'm honored to have been asked to be a host and write the theme for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, like as far as that, a lot of gigging um, and uh, you know, traveling about the Eastern U.S maybe in the next year or two to the UK. I, I've been mm. I've been in touch with some folks from Rivers and Robots and from um from So Far Sounds about maybe something like that, but I don't know. At this point I don't know when it would happen, but it'd be lovely if it would work at some point nice. in the next year or two. Yeah. That might not be a this year, that might be a next year. Yeah. Or or maybe not anytime soon. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Totally the idea phase. Um but yeah, I'm a, I just continue to I mean to try to write the best songs I can. I really feel like the best songs that I have in me, like haven't actually been written yet. Um, and I feel pretty good about the things I have written so far. So that's, that feels like a promising thought. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks Dave. Yeah. Great conversation there with Matt Wheeler. Hope you enjoyed getting to know about him and his music a little bit more before we completely put a bow on it for this episode we want to play the full-length version of his latest song this is a single that released in fall of 2019 it's called harbor here is matt wheeler and vintage heart my brother and my sister my neighbor and my friend like lilies and sparrows with no need to pretend Father above looks down with love on every child he has made. So who are we to disagree, to tear down and to break? And to break, I will be your harbor. You can be my refuge. With grace and love from our God above. Can lean on me, and I will lean on you. We are brush strokes on his canvas, colorful and bright. We're soldiers fighting battles. Raging on inside The least of these is like you and me The rich and poor alike So who are we to disagree? Let mercy be our light Be our light I will be your harbor You can be my refuge 
grace and love from our God above. You can lean on me, and I will lean on you. You can be my refuge With grace and love from our God above You can lean on me And I will lean on you Lean on me Lovely. That is called Harbor from Matt Wheeler and Vintage Hearts. You can find that as a single on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the places. Um, We're going to link to Matt's um, Spotify page on our show notes for today's episode. Thank you so much for... uh, Matt Wheeler for hanging out with us. It was so great to chat with him. Um, hope you enjoyed that ride. And and Matt did mention um, towards the end of the interview that one of his big plans for this year was to record a new album at Old Bear Studios. And that is happening. Um, I saw some of the pictures that uh, he's posted on social media. Um, he has been spending time at Old Bear Studios, I think in September and October. And uh, boy, very cool. Looking forward to new music from him. Um, Should be really great. If you want more information about our guest today, Matt Wheeler or Treva Bloomquist, you can go um, to our show notes and click on any of the links. Um, Of course, thank you for being a part of this ride. And thank you to our support team. We could not be here without um, their generosity. And if you would like to be a part of that team to help make this show and other podcasts, playlists, videos, articles, interviews, events possible that happen through UTR Media, um, you can support our 501c3 nonprofit organization. All gifts are charitable, tax deductible. 
Um, and you can get info on that at utrmedia.org. We'll also put that link in the show notes. Uh, well, I'm Dave Trout. It's been a blast hanging out with you here on Green Room Door, which is a production of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org.